Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Bruins and Tuca broke up, and then the Bruins and Tuca a few months later decided to f*** a few times, and then... Um, like how many games? Oh, sure, Cody. Yeah, that's how many yeah, times they? That's, that's how many times they? Throughout his kid, you know how that happens. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. After recovering from uh, you know, an injury. And welcome back to the Brews and Bruins podcast, a the Hockey Podcast Network podcast, maybe presented by Bruins diehards, but most certainly sponsored by DraftKings. My name is Drew Johnson. I am here with Cam Hasbrook and Chris Gear, our usual crew. It's just the three amigos tonight, uh, and we got a lot to talk about. But first, we're going to start with beers. So, gentlemen. While I eat my dinner, I will let you. Uh, I will let you take the beers away. I'm it was like Twizzler, so Cam, go ahead. Yeah, it's like Chris looks like he's also eating his dinner in, in Twizzler form. Um, yeah, I got something I'm excited about tonight, uh, Drew. I think I've officially narrowed down Definitive Brewing as my favorite brewery in Portland because of the variety that they have, including their wide variety, rather, of sours and uh, their fruited sours, especially. They have these like wild fruity like they look like smoothies almost this is some poor lighting on the camera so you guys can kind of see this is a thick fucking boy right that's here. that's not gonna pass the drew test I can it does not that. pass the drew test at all for those of you listening which is pretty much everyone it looks pretty much like kind of like a bloody mary but thicker almost like more like you you bought some kind of like ice pop as a kid and, and you like let it melt into like a glass and this is what you came up with um very smoothie, like super thick. I put one in the freezer for a little while earlier just to get it really cold. And when I took it out, a little bit had frozen, but it was like a like a smoothie, like slush that it froze into. Like it, it felt like I was drinking like some kind of ice drink. Um, that being said, it's fantastic. This is a oh god, I my girlfriend got this for me, and I I told her this is a great beer, but it's gonna be a nightmare trying to pronounce in the pod. Uh, <laughs> Schmooge Foric Nights Raspberry Cheesecake Double Fruited Sour Ale with Raspberry Graham Cracker and Cheesecake. Literally Schmooge Foric. I'm going to spell that out for you Dude, so you schmooge. guys don't think I'm crazy. It is spelled S-C-H-M-O-O-J-P-H-O-R-I-C. Schmooge Foric Nights Raspberry Cheesecake Double Fruited Sour Ale. Super thick. Um, almost like Gatorade consistency. Actually, probably more like uh, like body armor consistency, where it's like you can you can feel like almost like a little bit of pulp in there. It is super fruity, 
I don't taste. think a Gatorade is a thick beverage. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Well, hmm. Gatorade's kind of like I don't want to say syrupy, but it's got a th- it's not quite as crispy as water. I guess is what got I'm some viscosity to, to it. Yeah, I think I think the the body armor is probably a better reference if anybody's had that before. But really, it tastes just like a smoothie or like some kind of like mixed drink more than a beer. Super sweet. Um, the little vanilla kind of lactose definitely stands out to you. Kind of get a little bit of a cheesecake in there, but it's definitely more of like a sour raspberry flavor. The graham cracker is kind of just like a, a aftertaste sweetness you get. Drinkability, this thing probably pretty low just because how thick and, and fruity and, and juicy it is. That being said, it is delicious, so I got to give it some extra points for that. I'm going to say drinkability is like a 23. Taste, easily a 37 out of 37. This thing is like a, a gusher, fruit gusher in your mouth. So it's some good stuff. All right. I have a crisp Pilsner from Anchor Brewing Company. I believe that's San Francisco. Yeah. They're best known for Anchor Steam, which is a you know pioneering California common ale. And also um, the father of Oscar Steen. Yes. Uh, Anchor Steen, uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is right up my alley. I'm, I'm a Pilsner boy these days. Um, been been running hot with the Pilsners. Um, it would pass the Drew test if he were still at his microphone. Oh, there he is. Um, well, welcome it, back. It passes the Drew test. Let me see if we got any stats on this baby. Um, it says bright and golden, balanced hops, undeniably refreshing. You know, I, I think I agree with that. It's uh, it's pretty good. Five five percent alcohol. I'd say a little more hop forward than the ones that I've been drinking on here. Uh, previously and it's a little less of the like classic pilsner aftertaste it's you know it's not a session ipa level hoppiness and it's definitely a little more satisfying on the finish than than a session um but yeah you get a little more tasteability to it a little more bitterness so a little lower drinkability than some of the other ones though uh so we're gonna go um 23 drinkability, 18 tasteability. Hell yeah. Drew is, uh, is Drew going to rate his dinner or is he going to rate a beer? I'm actually kind of curious. Drew just that. housed a fucking burrito, I think. Yeah, that was yeah, honestly, see, I, I think like we during were recording Bowlet tonight. Along with my burrito, which I'll, I'll rate both. So the beer is an omission IPA. I've had this many times on the pod. I think I even had it like a week or so ago on the pod. Uh, drinkability, 28. Tasteability, 37, because just it's a yes. You can taste it. Um, yeah, uh, so Lancey can confirm the stats on that. But my burrito, so... Julie did most of the cooking on this. I made a mighty fine rice for it, I will say. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's got, we got some regular potatoes. I believe there's some sweet potato in here. We got shrimp. We got avocado. We got pepper. We got onion. Uh, I believe zucchini. Uh, and that's all that I can see. But then you got the standard salsa, sour cream. Um, it's a veggie packed burrito. Yeah. Oh, and it is delicious. Uh, drinkability very low. Um, Drew scale not even close to passing. Um, 
but tasteability, you can certainly taste all of it. That is a 37, folks. Hell yeah. Where's the applause button? (laughs) Oh, wait, where is it? Here it is. We gotta we gotta come up with something whenever a drink gets yeah. a thirty seven. <laughs> exactly. Like it's like Patrice Bergeron. Um, no, that's not that good. One. No, I thought that was gonna be like a goal horn. It was more like a no. It's version. yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's like seek shelter. The humans are coming. Like it's, yeah, not. it's a goal lamp, but it's not not a goal horn. Yeah, far um, from it. I'd, I'd be interested to see if there's any team that uh, you know in the minors or anything that has that as their goal horn. That would be interesting. It's basically Emergency. just an alarm clock. Yeah, uh, it's awful. It's pretty terrible. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like there was a chemical spill on the plant floor or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> yeah, that's not MacGruber. good. MacGruber! Yeah. Everybody's got to hit the I love the, the SNL MacGruber um, <laughs> skits. I don't know. All right, cool, man. <laughs> that's just a fun fact. You know, to add that to your uh, trivia studying uh, flashcards. Um we should do a Bruce and Bruins trivia sometime. Have listeners on and ask them about our inside jokes. <laughs> it sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds, it's just more of a census. It's more just interesting data to have. Um, so first up, uh, Cam and I talked extensively about uh, Tuka Rask's retirement uh, last episode. Um, and Chris, you were not present. You yeah, were, uh, actually, no, you were. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, Kat took your place. Um, so we want to hear it from the horse's mouth. Yes, Chris is a horse, a stallion, who is going to come in hot with his Tukarask retirement take. Uh, so go, just go for it, Chris. The floor is yours. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's tough talking about Tuka retiring in this kind of way as a positive because – you know, it just kind of sucks when somebody has to retire because of injury. And I know you guys all talked about how a lot of the the great goalies of of this generation have all kind of unceremonious unceremoniously ended up retiring. Um, and you know, we almost got that with Mark Andre Fleury too, like not wanting to be traded to Chicago. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think one of the great things that this does for his legacy is it's kind of like one last fuck you to those people who are like Tuka's not a tough guy. He's uh, just kind of a soft European player. Um, and to me, this, this is like this dude had what was essentially a career ending injury and still decided to go through the surgery and rehab in order to try and give it one more go Uh to get get one last shot at a cup and um unfortunately it didn't work out and that that sucks but um yeah i mean i think it's i think it's better than if he had just retired in the off season you know um i guess the the other minor positive takeaway for me is that um as a fan of Tuca, and I, I'm sure you guys experience this as well, it's just super fucking stressful watching every game that he's playing and knowing that if he gives up more than two goals, you're going to have to fucking put on your suit of armor and go on Twitter and just say, hey, 
Uh, look what Brandon Carlo did on this one. You really don't think any goalie is going to make that Chris save? just got it out for Brandon <laughs> Carlo this season. Ever since that first Logan episode, he's just been... No, I actually think Brandon Carlo's out. turned it around. He's been for me, good. it's John Moore. It's probably John Moore's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's... I don't know. I haven't really... It's been a, it's been a weird situation because I think once the Bruins signed... Linus Olmark, I had kind of, you know, maybe mentally three quarters of the way kind of accepted that maybe Tuca was done. Um, and then, you know, kind of hearing reports that he was, he was gearing up to come back. And I was just thinking like, I don't know, like, is that maybe. actually going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then with both Olmark and Swayman playing pretty well, it was just kind of like, I don't I don't know. Like, sounds like he's just gonna come come to this team and he's gonna get a shot if he if he wants it, and that's what happened. But, um, kind of the weird stage by stage breakup with the Tuca era has been, um, yeah, it's been weird weird to process, and I don't think I've it's fully hit me yet. I think it'll it'll start hitting when when we start going through things like uh, retirement ceremonies and. Uh, you know, maybe get that jersey up in the rafters, and then uh, in a couple of years we'll do the do the Hall of Fame stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I, right now it's kind of raw, and I haven't really processed it yet. It's kind of like you know one of those situations where it's like you you break up with your significant other, and you're like, yeah, we're gonna be friends still, and then. You know, summer summer vacation rolls around, and all of a sudden, you know, you start hanging out a little bit, and you give it one more go there this season with Tukes, and then, uh, you know, you gotta you gotta go your separate ways eventually, and say, all right, that's that's it, enough's enough. It's kind of a slow, this slow, painful so, breakup, and now we're in the denial mode afterward. But um, as you, soon as any of those things that Chris said happen, or God forbid, we have like a a goaltending collapse in the playoffs and that makes it glaringly obvious Are, that we don't have somebody like Tuca, then it's going to not quite feel real. So basically two, the Bruins and Tuca broke up and then the Bruins and Tuca a few months later decided to fuck a few times. And then um, like how many <laughs> games? Oh, sure. Cody, yeah, that's how many bit, times yeah, they, how many times they fucked. Throughout his hip, you know how that happens. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. After recovering from uh, you know, an injury, uh, due to that. Um, um, yeah. So I think one of the two, two things, uh, from like Instagram announcements and whatnot. Um, one Tuka just mentioning in a way that a lot of retired Bruins do just how much a part of Boston he feels and like his family, uh, they're, they're all Boston people. Like this is, this is his home now. Um, that's not something he has to say, and it's always nice to hear. Especially I, like being from overseas, like you know what I mean. If he was from Michigan, maybe or something like that, it's one thing. But like being from Finland and like really, again, staying with with Boston his whole career and, and saying that on the way out, I think really says a lot about the city. Yeah, I think he uh, he was in Finland and I think played most of his junior in in Canada. So, so Boston, you're my home. Yeah, it's cool oh, to I, I agree, especially as a European, that's awesome. Because you see, David I mean, Krejci. it's happened with players before. Yeah. Um, and, like, 
you know, maybe they're from Canada at the most, but yeah, usually it's a case where they're already in the United States or something. But, you know, when you play, and I, I, I would assume this happens in other sports cities where, you know, the players are just like, yeah, I played here my whole career. This is my home now. But I don't know. I think that happens. I'm going to say that happens in Boston more often um, yeah, than no. anywhere else. Like, you don't yeah, see, like, players being like, yeah, I, I play. Like, Shane Doan doesn't live in Arizona. After further review of the play, Shane Doan does live in Arizona. The call on the pot is overturned. We have an incorrect take. <laughs> Joey Bird is going to stay in Cincinnati his whole life or something. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which, let's um, go fucking Rams, baby! Like, Super Bowl trips! Yeah, I think yeah. that is awesome, and I think it says a lot about also just the area, but just his... You're right, he doesn't need to say that, and it's especially with all of the shit he's had to take at the hands of whether it's a certain pool of the fa- uh, a certain amount of the fan base or it's the it's mainly the like radio is really and, and some of the yeah, like, it's, like, it's mainly the radio Felger, Felger yeah. and hags like and, that, and that shit just spews yeah. down the drain to um some other folks but um it, i'm glad to see because i really thought he would be heading back to finland i really thought that was a part of his kind of maybe plan but maybe that's just just because of Krejci's mind frame of I want my kids to get, you know, some of the, like, learn Czech, have some of that culture, and, like, that's yeah. where all his whole family I is. Been, I think that would have been fair if he did that. That wasn't really oh, absolutely. In, in my mind because he, he had done all that. Like, if I'm playing anywhere, I'm playing in Boston. Like, if I'll sign for a, a case of beer, like, that kind of stuff. That was all hilarious, and I, I love that about Tuca. Um, very funny dude. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, according to Sean Thornton, the greatest to ever do it in Boston, or yeah. I think that was the acronym. I don't remember what it was, but oh, what was it? The oh god, I got the greatest to ever. It was like ever the... have done it. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, it, it was, was very, like a very weird arrangement. The greatest to ever have done it in Boston. Yeah, <laughs> Heard it keep here. the hashtag going. Um, I guess the 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 two other things I wanted to talk about, Drew. You you made me think of the. Jerome McGinley on the news thing again. That's why I was chuckling a little bit. <laughs> famous Bostonian yeah. uh, Jerome McGinley complaining about the or complaining about people complaining about the weather. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I'm from Canada. This is nothing. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was the uh, Anton Hudobin uh, Instagram oh, post. Oh God, yeah, that one today. Where that just on feels. on Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think about that. Uh, telling Tuca that he taught him how to smile. Like, come on, man. <laughs> hey, honestly, I didn't even consider that it was Valentine's Day, but holy shit, that was the cutest <laughs> thing I've ever read. I should uh, just copy yeah. and paste it and send it to my girlfriend. And then, like, there you go. Have Valentine's Day one. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I mean, I wish. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, that would have been good. The thing, the thing that I did for Cat was pretty good, though. I, uh, I took a. I won't I won't state the specifics of the image, but I photoshopped her face into Dominic Hashik's mask for <laughs> uh for the card that I wrote. It's probably Very not nice. appropriate for the air though. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Oh, speaking of probably not appropriate for the air, Hoops fans, the latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs 360 windmill. Good new customers. Definitely not appropriate $1. for the air. On any team. And get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. 
Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook before a list of requirements and state specific responsible gaming resources. Void but prohibited. Minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Very hey, fitting. Hell yeah. Let me, Cal, let me just say uh, a little free advice here. Um, yeah courtesy of DraftKings. yeah um if you're having trouble with your significant other on on valentine's day don't know what to do don't know what to get them um try the between the legs 360 windmill yeah <laughs> i was about to say that's what i got julian <laughs> and also don't forget to feel the sweat either so <laughs> while you're at it um and probably look i mean i i did tell people to bet the rams last week so hopefully that's so who are you telling to bet this week uh, probably not the Rams because they're not playing this week anymore. Wait, did the Rams the cover? Super Bowl, baby! The Rams no, won by three. three? Yeah, they yeah, didn't cover. I think it pushed That's... to four and a half at the end. Yeah, that was my uh, that was my prediction. I'm so good at things. I you know what they did cover? Bengals would cover. The field and confetti when they won the fucking Super yeah! Bowl, baby! Uh, Let's go! In all seriousness, in all seriousness very happy for, for you, Cam. Very happy for Richie. Um, and I also have two other friends who are. Oh yeah, fans. honestly, you wanna you wanna talk so, not suitable shouts for to, air. Shouts to Gabe and shouts to Floyd, my other Rams fans friends. Me and Richie's DMs were probably not suitable for air during that game. It was a stressful well, situation, and I was luckily. Luckily, Richie is cry by yelling oh, at the TV. Richie awesome. Richie sent me <laughs> some screenshots, so we're gonna read that conversation live no, on the air. <laughs> we're not even live. Oh, Richie just tweeted something. Give Cam the entire 60 minutes to celebrate a Super Bowl championship. Let's go, Richie. That's my guy, <laughs> baby. Oh, I was so happy for so many guys in that team, but especially Aaron Donald. Oh my God. Yeah, seeing Somebody him seeing him cry at the uh, at the end of game interview, like just yeah. all those emotions, man. The thing that got me was like they asked him something about like retiring, and he was like crying and he says yeah like i'm just living the moment blah blah, blah. and like mm-hmm. this is a promise i made my daughter like we're gonna go play in the confetti like when she was five i'm gonna go fucking lay around the confetti which is like the it's just so fucking wholesome like he's he's wanted it so bad he's worked so hard for so long and he he especially grinded it out with some pretty bad rams teams in the, in yeah. the mid 2010s so to see him finally stick around and get rewarded for it is, he's also just one awesome. of the like great dudes in football yeah absolutely speaking of which andrew whitworth uh, the other guy who I'm so still, I mean, obviously Matt Stafford, Cooper. Wild guess he guys. retired today. Uh, I haven't heard anything officially, but I'm I'm assuming he probably did. Yeah, going against his old team and stuff, winning Walter Payton Man of the Year, which he certainly deserved this season, uh, and then going out on top. It's fucking awesome for Big Wit. So yeah, also, I um, also I was for OBJ. Um, yeah, although yeah. not the uh, no, tear on ACL part, but no, I mean, I mean, like, if he had gone down with an ACL injury and then they had lost the game, I yeah, can't imagine oh like how fucking devastating that would have been. But yeah. uh, he gets he scored a touchdown, big touchdown earlier in the game, um, and mm-hmm. gets some credit in that win. Yeah, absolutely. I was 
I was um at first I was surprised to see Catherine Tappan when like she did the interview with Matt Stafford right after the Aaron Donald one. Uh and I was like, oh wait, it's NBC. They don't have hockey anymore, so they're just gonna be yeah. like, yeah. you know, repositioning their staff and I'm it's there's Catherine Tappan, which it's just always just the nesting connection. I that, just will always yeah, weirdly, one of the best. Like that at that weirdly national feels level. like a I wouldn't say a miscast. I think that's the wrong word because she can do anything, but that feels like beneath her kind of like now that that job is something that that's like not a you know it's not a thing that she should be doing or whatever it's just like right. i don't know i feel like she belongs in the booth yeah she could be running that the studio like the the halftime and post game show yeah yeah um, i was just saying like it's crazy how many like x nesson like anyone reporters like studio hosts sideline new england's a huge hub i mean it makes just, sense yeah it's one of the big markets right it's a natural like line through and not just for sports but like journalism in general but that's yeah. especially become the case in sports and then also what boston sports like took off like in terms of or in the case of jack edwards Red Sox. uh went to espn first and then <laughs> which is which was his true path i want to, like, to have him on that. and discuss what went through his what was going on there I think, I mean, I would, if I, I'd take that if I was like on sports center and then Nessa was like, Hey, want to call play by play for the bees? Like I'd do that. Like, fuck yeah. that. So interesting thing about the NBC sports thing. Uh, I was looking around for Olympic coverage after the, uh, after the Super Bowl, and I was impatient and didn't want to wait through all the like MVP ceremony stuff. Uh, so I went to NBC sports network and on DirecTV, it doesn't exist anymore. It's just like Channel 220. It's like a, it's like a block of text saying uh, NBC Sports um, coverage can be found on CNBC and USA. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's what happens when the NHL is gone. You just we got no sports <laughs> anymore. TV what about the Premier you? League though? Like, because they still had the. I think they really shifted mostly to Peacock, and I know that they do the yeah. Um, they they do like NBC proper, um, yeah. And honestly, if you want to watch soccer with good coverage, Univision, watch it in Spanish. Unless you don't know Spanish, and then it's kind of hard. I don't really know Spanish. Yeah, that's true. It's still exciting, actually. I will say, yeah, it's, it's good, pretty good. The passion's there for sure. You you don't understand the language. It's all right. All right, I'm gonna go on mute for a few minutes while I sign some legal documents. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> oh boy. Um, so I guess I, Chris had said he wanted to say something about Marshawn, so I'll save that for after. But I want we'll start with the uh Ashan hit. <laughs> I really thought it was Akon. No, but, it's, it's um, I think it's a Sean. I also wasn't watching Sean. the game and hearing how Brick pronounced or Brick uh Jack pronounced it. I'd love to hear how Brick actually pronounced that with the uh, Boston accent, but um uh so there's i don't even know is this ottawa scumbag probably i don't know he's not even a scumbag he just threw a shit hit he probably knew it right when he did it too um but it's a late hit ashan is just in the corner got rid of the puck is circling back the other way as the play kind of starts to move up ice um and gets hit in the head late um and i think that's an it was a two minute minor on the play you could argue for five, um, I think, just with the prime point of contact being the head. Um, obviously, I, I don't think they wound up like reviewing that or anything. 
Um, I don't think they can. I think they have to call it a major, and then they can review it to bring it to a minor. So they gave him a minor. Um, got two games suspended, uh, which I think is pretty reasonable. Um, and I, I feel like it's just one of those cases where it's so clear cut. And not that it was like a dirty, dirty play. I don't think this guy had an intention to hurt Ashan. But I think just like, yeah, it's a lapse in judgment. That's an easy two games. Um, and it, it, I think that's rare because a lot of the time, like we see with this Marshawn suspension, well, we'll get to that in a second. But um, really with a lot of players, there's usually a lot of commotion around. Well, that's a hefty suspension. What the hell is that? Or, oh, that was clean. Oh, that was so dirty. It deserves more. Like this was just, it felt like, I, I didn't see much argument about it. I just saw like, yep, that's two games. That's justifiable for that kind of hit. It's late. It's to the head. Two games, two points, you know, those two reasons, two games, whatever. Um, do you guys have any any sort of opinion on on that? Should he have been punished more, less? Is that a clean hit somehow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not going to say it's clean. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think you're kind of right. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't on Twitter too much during the, game so i didn't see like the immediate reaction or really when the suspension was announced i just kind of saw it in passing um so i didn't gauge too much the reaction at least from from our bubble but i did think like you know it was a, a kind of dirty hit like i don't think again I don't, it didn't seem super intentional it's just kind of one of those bang bang plays he came up a little high caught the head not ideal um sucks to see anytime but especially really for somebody like sean who's like trying to you know grind out and you know, get a couple minutes in the NHL here and, and prove that he, he belongs. But um, I think he's okay. I, I haven't really heard too much about his condition. It sounds like he's all right. Um, yeah. And the yeah, fact I mean, that I haven't heard games. anything makes me believe he's all right. <laughs> That's good, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Um, but yeah, I, I think two games is, is fine for that. I, I, I'm not sure who it was who delivered the hit, to be honest with you. So I don't know if there's any kind of history there. But he's on Ottawa. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I don't have any, any issues with that Chris is signing legal documents still. So you don't have to interrupt him. He's got more important things to do here. I'm right, <laughs> here. I'm right here. I just signed him. Uh, nice. I just put an offer in on a house. A Bruce and Bruins party house slash yeah, baby. <laughs> Bruce and Bruins frat house. We should, Uh-oh. we should all Uh-oh. just get it. Fuck, fuck our girlfriends. We should just all get a house. Hit <laughs> it. Right. We get a house Party together. House. They get a house together. We do some sort of like reality TV show. Yeah, I'm like what is this like, Florida Shore or something like that? <laughs> Jesus. Um. Yeah. I mean, if nope. this if this sale goes through, uh, there's some space for partying. I love yeah. to see that. Chris homeowner gear. Yeah, it's a pretty. Uh, it's a pretty sick house. Um, hoping it goes through. If it doesn't, you know. It is that seems it is, to be how house but, buying works, which is yeah. so weird for something like a house where you're like, yeah, I could live there for 20 years or I could just not buy next week. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <who knows? laughs> it depends, especially yeah. right now. But, but uh, yeah, I spent uh, all weekend going and looking at houses with uh, the real estate agent. And yeah, um, it's pretty adulting. stressful. <laughs> yeah, I imagine, yeah. Hardcore uh, adulting. That's yeah, like gonna... that's like level ten adult. That's like a boss battle right there. Boss Dude, battle. <laughs> let me just say it is. Uh, I cannot imagine going through this process uh, alone. Uh, Cat is a licensed realtor in Arizona, so 
she knows a lot of shit that I have no idea about. Um, and I'm a naturally very anxious person. So um, I, I think if I had to do this by myself, I would um, schedule some stuff and then convince myself that I'm not going to get it anyway. So I go. Yeah, I, I probably would start by Googling how to buy a house and then like calling my parents and being like, hey, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't have to worry about that through. anytime soon. I, d- so I, did a, I did a fair amount of calling my parents. So, yeah, yeah I, I could barely good. afford rent and utilities. What am I yeah, going to do with saying. a fucking house? Yeah, that's good. Um, oh yeah, so the uh, hit on a Sean. Yeah, it's garbage. It sucks. That, And I, the other thing about that is... I, Stop hurting our young defensemen. <laughs> I know, honestly, dude. <laughs> they should put a sign on their backs that says that I am a young bird. Like the defenseman. please don't hurt. the USA hockey and like where they have the little like stop signs on the back of the the kids' jerseys yeah. to like remind kids yeah. not to hit them from behind. Like, if you start getting those for for bees plays, just paste oh, them all God. over the place though, like helmets, yeah. backs, every chests, like knees. Every single young Bruins defenseman is shown any promise this year has gotten injured at some point so um yeah stop fucking doing that (laughs) probably because the bruins aren't tough enough yeah yeah they don't got enough big bodies back there you know i I complained about zidane ochara my entire (laughs) life before he was even (laughs) bored before i was even bored but where is he you know where's the moose on skates where's don cherry it's a Donnie Cherry. Um, so I guess well, I don't I don't recall really talking about the Marshawn suspension. I barely even saw what happened, but yeah, it was, my my take is like... he punched a goalie, and that's gonna get you a suspension. Yeah, we saw your Sorry, take. Can't be punching goalies. Can't be punching <laughs> goalies. I, I you won't be punching goalies on John I'm not, Cena. I'm not <laughs> I'm not 100% sure about this. Uh, Maybe you guys can shine some light on this, but I had saw that uh, because of like the agreement with the NHL and the NHLPA that six games was the minimum that he could have gotten in that situation. I don't know like the legal details and I don't know. 100% 100% if that's actually for, the case. For, but for punching goalies or for... Just for no, his situation was, of getting suspended, yeah, like it's his second offense of the season. A, yeah, he had a uh, uh, a meeting, an individual meeting. Thing. Yeah, in-person meeting. That's what they call I it. I thought that was like they open it up to five plus. I don't think it's required. But they had an in-person meeting via Zoom is what they said, which is funny. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. But um, no, I think it's... I think if... If it's in person, they have to offer an in person hearing in order to suspend for more than five games. I believe it's what it okay. is. No, but I don't think oh, it's like required. Okay. I think it just opens the door to five or more. Like, so if they're going to do I, for I less than five, was... they, they can have, you know, they don't have to do an in person thing. I just had thought it was that in combination with he already had an offense this year or this season. Or mm-hmm. I thought that might have been, but whatever. Do you guys think six games is too hefty for that? Like, regardless Honestly, of the... no. I think I mean, like I I think I I get the argument where like I think the name for Marshan was probably not helping him out there. Obviously, um, no. I think I I do get that argument where like I feel like if some other people had done it, it wouldn't have been six games. That being said, I I don't have an issue with suspending a player for six games for punching a goalie and trying to stab him with a stick. Like I I I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if it were Sidney Crosby if they would have suspended him two or three. 
I kind of do agree in that argument that Marshan got more from the name, but on principle alone, punching a goalie and spearing him in the facial area is 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 worth six games for me. You can't be doing that. Like, I, if somebody did that to my goalie, I would fucking like I'd be putting their name. I'd be looking up their address. Like, not actually, but like it would be. It would. No, be you would. Probably, but it's all right. Taking numbers. Just TP least. their house. That's all you do, though. Yeah. So my my hot take on this is uh, maybe it's a good thing. Um, I know we we talked about earlier in the season, like anytime Martian gets suspended for doing something stupid, like he costs himself a chance at that elusive 40 goal season that he's probably not going to hit again, um, which absolutely sucks. But um, he had that he had that shoulder injury uh, a few weeks ago and he just like pretty immediately came back and kept playing. Um, And you know what? Maybe a few games to not be playing and rest that up could be good. And the Bruins are like an absurd amount of points ahead of uh, Detroit for the last wild card spot and still have games in hand. So who gives a shit? Ride it out. Yeah, you know we're catching like a post suspension bump too, where he's gonna like light up five and three because he's pissed off that he got suspended. So yeah, it's the scheduled Martian <laughs> uh, uh, heart trophy winning month. Mm-hmm. Well, he could be playing in the Olympics right now. Just like, what if you get suspended and you're just allowed to go do whatever? You can go play in the Olympics suddenly. Um, maybe that's why he did it. Maybe that was his hope. Um, Speaking of Olympics, I haven't really watched any, but USA Hockey did a tweet or social media post, and it was like this like fake newspaper man uh, thing, and they leaned heavily into the Florida man meme. I did see that, yeah. It was the first player from Florida to score for Team USA in the Olympics ever. I don't know who the fuck it was, but... <laughs> Born that's, Florida. Florida. that's awesome hey that's the, the effect of <laughs> well they literally the headline was florida man's yeah no, first I I mean, they didn't have his name there but i didn't see i don't know who it is either to be honest with you i forgot so yeah that's that's the uh marty st louis effect yeah there you go um uh, I, the only other thing i was going to touch upon was the bergeron injury but he's expected to be back next game or two um so I don't really know if there's much to touch on. Yeah, he was like it sucks to not contact. have him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. That that always worries me when it's a head injury with somebody with a history of head injuries. But you know, I don't know. It <laughs> looks like as... it was just a laceration and not like okay. internal. Yeah, I, I didn't see it happen. So me neither. Wow, we're so good at our job. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've job. been focusing on other shit. All right, <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, anything else? Do we have listener questions? We good? I don't think we put out a tweet, so no. Oh, we didn't. I thought about doing it at like 9.45 p.m. Um, and we recorded at 10. So, um, wow, it's 10.45. I said we we're going to wrap up by now, and we are. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, this is the Bruce and Bruins podcast. Uh, check us out Friday. We'll have something for you. Um, in the meantime... We got to sing it out. What song we sing it out to, fellas? You won't be gambling on John Cena. Now, you can't see me in that.